Do not owe people anything, but you will always owe to each other. The person who loves others has obeyed the law. The law says you must not guilty of alter, what? Adultery. adultery. You must not murder anyone. You must not steal. You must not want to take your neighbor's things. All of these commands and others are really only one rule. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love never hurts a neighbor, so loving is obeying the law. The world of, of the Lord. Thanks Thank be to God. God.
Maybe they struggled to believe that Jesus really gave them this authority to do this work in the first place. Maybe they weren't sure if God was really working through them. Maybe they didn't think they could make a difference. Maybe they just didn't know where to begin. And if the disciples, the ones Jesus authorized and gave power to, so that they could go out and heal and cure and do all of these great things, if they don't have any faith to draw on God's saving power, I mean, really, what hope do we have? And you know, after these last few weeks with everything going on in the news, I've been wondering if Jesus would say something similar to me. If Jesus would say, your faith is lacking too. I have poured over the pictures of the devastation coming out of Houston, the Gulf, and the Caribbean from the hurricanes. My heart has broken for those who lost homes and lives, both from flooding, from earthquakes that hit Mexico. I have been struck by the photos of the fires burning here in the West. I have shared in the grief with those who know that our landscapes will never look the same. And social media this week shared with me the stories of young people who are worried for their futures, unsure of what will happen next. And again, my heart broke. And after all this heartbreak, all this devastation, we come to today. Today is God's Work Our Hands Sunday. It's a national day of service for the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, our denomination, the ELCA. There are Lutheran churches across the country doing service projects today and celebrating that we are called to be God's hands and feet in the world. And we too have service projects planned for after worship today. But after these last few weeks, for me, today just sort of comes up short. After two weeks of having my faith in our ability to make a difference barrage with tragedy and turmoil, this faith in God working through us feels a little lacking for me. And maybe, like me, you've been wondering if Jesus really does give us the power and the authority to go out and be God's hands and feet in the first place. Maybe, like me, you're wondering if God can and really is working through us and through these tragedies Maybe, like me, you're wondering if we can really make a difference in all that's going on. And maybe, like me, you just don't even know where to begin. In our Gospel from Matthew today, Jesus heals a boy possessed with a demon. And this demon presents itself in symptoms that look a lot like epilepsy. And I don't know personally where I'm at in the Our Demons Real conversation, but I do know that in our Gospel, whatever you want to call it, this boy needs healing. And there are plenty of things in our world that we need healing for. For individuals, demons can be our own bodies or minds fighting against us. Disease, addiction, and mental illness need healing, and they can make us feel trapped. Social systems, institutions, culture, all of that big picture stuff can become demons in need of healing and can break us down until we can't see a way forward. Natural tragedies, these hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, and fires that ravage our landscapes, our homes, and our people, we can call these demons too. Events that leave us needing healing, leave us so many in need of restoration, and it can all just feel too big to handle. There are all kinds of metaphorical demons in our world, and maybe the demon in the boy in Matthew was a physical disease, maybe it was epilepsy, or maybe it was something else. But the boy's father comes to the disciples seeking healing, seeking restoration, and the disciples try to help, and they fail. But for whatever reason, they fail because their faith is lacking, and so Jesus steps in. And Jesus is pretty disappointed in his disciples, but even in his disappointment, 
He still heals the boy, and he still tries to give the disciples hope as they face failure. When the disciples ask why they failed, Jesus tells them what they probably already know. They lacked faith. So, of course, this is what happened. It's possible they thought that they could do this all on their own, that they could heal without asking for help. But here's the thing. We can't do this alone. Sometimes when we feel trapped by the things that become our demons, whether that be the things we face as individuals, as institutions, as part of the natural world, we have to be reminded that we can't do it on our own. We can't heal, we can't cure, we can't restore, we can't be God's hands and feet if we're trying to do it all by ourselves. If our faith is in nothing but ourselves, we've already failed. This isn't a story on having a certain amount of faith. There is no right amount. When Jesus tells the disciples that all you need is a mustard seed-sized faith, he's trying to tell us that he's not really looking for much. Jesus isn't looking for some giant big faith. He just wants an inkling, an ounce, a thought that maybe, just maybe, God is working through us. Maybe, just maybe, the God who created this universe is the God who sent the one and only Son to this earth to save it, to save us from the entire world, from demons, metaphorical or otherwise. That Jesus came to this earth to heal us of all the tragedy and brokenness around us. Jesus is asking that we just have a teeny tiny hope that there is more to all of this than tragedy. Because even when we fail to be God's hands and feet, even when what we do feels like it's not enough, God is still working, Jesus is still working in our world through those around us and through us. God is calling us out of ourselves, into community together as the church, as the body of Christ, as part of this world, and showing us that with this teeny tiny hope, we aren't on our own. We're together, and together Jesus makes us God's hands and feet. Paul, in our Romans text, says that Jesus frees us from our debt. Jesus frees us from our debt to failure, from our doubt of each other, and our failures of faith. And Jesus replaces those debts, those doubts, those failures with love. A love for us, a love that takes Jesus to the cross for us, for forgiveness, for mercy, for faith, so that together we can move mountains, so that together we can heal and cure and exercise the brokenness around us, so that together we can be the presence of the love we owe to each other and our world, so that together we can be God's hands, caring for those whose demons are tearing them, apart from physical, mental, or addiction issues, so that together we can be God's feet, taking the steps to share the love we owe to our neighbor, regardless of who they are or where they are from, so that together we can be the body of Christ, reaching out into the world, sharing love, prayers, and tangible support to those whose lives need restoration after these natural disasters, so that together we can do God's work, even in small ways, in our community right here making cards, serving in our local school, however you might be able to serve your neighbor and care for our world, nothing is too big or too small for God. Jesus doesn't need more than a tiny seed to plant in our hearts a love and a hope that can move mountains. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now, if you didn't listen to any of that, we have a children's message. <laughs>
to start out with that? Okay. My kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Helper.
One for your sister, too? Three. So three. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll give Sam. You have to turn it in. Well, for me. Yeah, you can turn it either way. Did you get another one? Oh, you got yeah. one more. Okay, so Xander, you get two. Okay. I'm going to give my other one to my best friend at school, Isla. Oh, that's a good idea. I bet she will love that. She gave me a friendship necklace and she lost hers. Oh, well, that'll be nice. Then you could just Okay, just two. Okay. I, I want, when Layla comes back oh, oh, in a few oh, years, please. I want to give this to her. Okay, okay. I have another friend of mine. Okay, okay. Let's say a little prayer before we go, okay? You ready? Dear God, Dear God, thank you for giving us hands. Thank you for giving us hands. So we can do your work. So we can do your work. Please help those in our world. Please help those in our world that are in need of food or housing or jobs. That are in need of food or housing or jobs. Thank you for always being there for us. Thank you for always being there for us. And loving us. And loving us. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for coming.